So a uh, fun way to start the morning. We're going to check the Murphy, Sam, and Jody 24-hour voicemail first thing. Because, uh, you know, Sam, a few days ago, yeah. you went to you, you met, told Jody and I that you went to see Logan Lucky. Oh, you yeah. you really didn't like the movie. In fact, I was so dying, much so. I was dying to see this movie. And, I know, with and, Daniel Craig. And walked out halfway through. It was just so bad. Although, I mean, the overall reviews are not as bad as you walking out. You know, I mean, they, most people, it's like three out of four people see the movie is great. It's mm-hmm. not 100%, but really? you know, three yeah. out of four are on board. Okay. But uh, producer David said that we got a 24-hour voicemail this morning from somebody who did the same thing you did. Let's check it. Good morning. I just wanted to tell Sam that he is not the only one that felt this way. Um, I actually would have walked out of the movie except for the fact that I brought my niece who's 24 and she fell asleep. I, uh-huh. I tried to wake her up a couple of times to leave. Well, first I tried to wake her up to watch the movie and <laughs> she opened her eyes and said, at no point am I going to wake up enough to watch this movie. Yeah. Uh, then I tried to wake her up to leave. She's like, forget it, I'm just going to sleep. I kept waiting for something to happen. I kept waiting for the action. I kept waiting for the super mm. funny part. Mm. Um, very disappointed. Loved Daniel Craig. Loved his character. Uh, he did a great American accent. He was very funny. <laughs> so, Sam, I'm all about you and all on your side this time. Uh-huh. This See? Time. Man. Thank you for the voicemail. I guess I needed that confirmation because when Sam doesn't like a movie, I still don't always trust. Well, yeah, it's nine ten times out of ten I don't like a movie. <sighs> That's frustrating hey. too because you pay to be there. Mm-hmm. You know. At least you said David uh, Daniel Craig did a great job in it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, we're all hopeful American for accent. that. And Jody, you did say yeah, you paid money for it. Remember, I had a good investment going here because it was one of those Food ones too. where you eat and watch the movie. So I, I gave it as long as I could. Ate and left, huh? Yeah. So how, how was the meal? Oh, it was pretty good. I had little hamburger sliders. <laughs> Better than the movie? Uh, uh, honestly, I, yeah, was. Eek. All right, coming up today, what do you give your grandfather who has everything and is actually a very happy person for his birthday? Uh, Papa's birthday is this week, mm-hmm. and so I think I know what I'm going to do for him. By the way, he's turning 88. We're doing that. Plus, music news is on the way kind of cool. That's right. I think I might know who's singing the uh, next theme song for the James Bond movie. So cool. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. George Clooney spilling it on how terrifying he thinks fatherhood is. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Uh, you guys remember what happened for George Clooney and his life with his wife in June? Uh, kids, twins. That's right. Remember their names? Emma? No. Emmy? No. I don't, remember I don't their expect names you at all to either. remember, but they're classic. Could, this could go on forever, actually. <laughs> I know. It? I love the names they chose because they're classic, solid, beautiful names. Ella for the girl. Ella. And Alexander for the boy. Those are beautiful and classic You know he's going to grow up and want to be called Alex Clooney. Anyway, okay, so... (laughs) Or Alec. You never know. Maybe. Well, it's Alexander. It's not Alec. But we'll see. Yeah, but Alec is also short for Alexander, right? There are guys named Alexander that go by Alec. I don't know. Because I only know of one Alec in the world. Anyway, moving on. The deal is uh, George Clooney. He's always asked for comment. Hey, how do you like life as, you know, a new dad? And he said that he's trying to get used to the terrifying idea of being responsible for human beings. (laughs) (laughs) He says right now he changes diapers. He walks them around the house a little bit. You mean Um, the manor? Oh, yeah. The manor. No, it's a villa. The The villa. villa. It depends on the country. Well, no, yeah. He's got a manor in England and a villa in Italy. Okay. Keep it straight. And he also says... <laughs> I got learned, a house in the suburbs. He learned to not make plans and just enjoy the ride because he never 
thought he would be a dad at 56. He's just as surprised as everybody else. Mm-hmm. And of course, his normal and classy George, you know, he makes fun of himself and then he throws in, oh, and by the way, Amal is doing great. She's like an Olympic athlete mom <laughs> doing beautifully. <laughs> um, Sam, I know you kind of want to hijack the Hollywood Outsider here. So I, uh, this Jerry Seinfeld story you're excited about? Yeah, they released the trailer for the new Jerry Seinfeld uh, special that's going to be on Netflix September 19th. Yeah. Jerry before Seinfeld. It's basically about him before when he was before becoming he was, a stand-up comedian. Sure. My parents they didn't even know our names. They were ignorant. They were negligent. We grew up like wild dogs in the sex days. No helmets, no seatbelts, no restraints. <laughs> so like early before he really yeah. honed his craft. And he and he supposedly takes you on a tour of the um, legal pads he's been keeping his jokes on for 40-something years now. Oh, that's cool. Can you imagine really? that? Yeah. Yeah. He's one to learn from because he came out of nowhere and really took over in a big, big way. He signed a deal for two specials. This will be the first one, September 20th. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, coming up next, who doesn't like doorbells and won't ring them? (laughs) There are shows that are worth binging, and then there are shows worth re-binging, you know? Mm -hmm. Even though you know the endings, even though you know every single one, you go back and you watch it a second time. And so uh, we're hearing a lot from you on our Facebook page and from 877-310-4MSJ. So some of the most re-binged shows are coming up next hour. Yes. Um. You have an um, you have a doorbell at your house. I almost said umbrella. You have a doorbell at your house, Sam, on your door. Yeah, like, it's uh, right below the sign that says "No soliciting." Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you have, you're up. It's it, oh, the doorbell's outside. I was going to say is the umbrella's outside too. And that was my I messed up. I'm thinking umbrella right now. Anyway, um, you have a doorbell. We have a doorbell. I like it a lot. There's nothing like the the doorbell sound to get the dogs going crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, we have two. The one in the front at the front door makes you know one sound. The one at the back door makes another sound. Do you know that? Does it? Yeah. So I you never know, caught that. So Murphy. you know which door to go to. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm a fool then. Uh, you know, I mean, I the funny thing is, I don't know. I mean, our house was built in the '70s, so I don't know if every new home has that today. But the front door does two two chimes, and what? the back door does one. That way, you know what door to go to. Like Sam mm-hmm. said, I didn't even think of that because normally See, what Jody, I think is, oh, the doorbell just rang. Let me calm the dogs down and make sure I'm dressed. And then you go to the door, and no one's there. <laughs> well, that's because they're at the other door. <laughs> okay. Um. Did you know that millennials don't like doorbells, and when they're building houses and buying houses, don't want doorbells? They think it's well, for, for when, when they're going to see a friend, apparently, this is like a whole Wall Street Journal thing that they that they published recently, that they when you walk up to a friend's house, you don't ring the doorbell, you text them that you're there, that doorbells are for strangers. Yeah, but that's really? t- that strange? T- taking a chance that they're by their phone or they're not by their phone. True. I guess uh, they knock and text, hey, it's me. Yeah, I, I mean, I could see it maybe being a preference, but not a dislike. That's kind of weird to me. Isn't that strange? My yeah. Uncle Terry had a doorbell that he was supposed to install for like a decade and he never installed it and then they recently lost their their house and all that and when they re, when in the rebuild he put the actual doorbell in and finally so they finally have a doorbell after all these years the kids don't even live with them anymore my mom has this uh woodpecker she doesn't have a doorbell she has a woodpecker that's knocker <clears throat> yeah oh, it's I like love you, those. you pull the chain and the woodpecker hits the door because it's got oh, a little man. metal beak man really yeah has that been there since your childhood uh no that wasn't the house i grew up in they they added that at some point that's old school fun right there Yeah, they used to have a doorbell i think when it broke they put in the woodpecker nice coming up sam has music news i got the inside scoop on who might be singing the new james bond movie theme and it's a big one big job
Sam's got music news. Got the inside scoop on who might be singing the uh, next James Bond theme song now that James, a.k.a. Daniel Craig, has agreed to come back and uh, do one more movie. Ah, uh, thank goodness. Want to take a couple guesses at who it might be? Well, it's got to be big. It has to be big because we had Adele who won an Oscar for her James Bond song and then Sam Smith who rocked the last one, mm-hmm. which was amazing. It's got to so be. A is it a Brit. newer artist or is it somebody who's somebody who's around? established and somebody big with a big name? Brit? Uh, no, <laughs> Beyonce. I don't. Oh wow! Wait, producer David thinks I mean Britney. No, I mean oh. a Brit, a British oh. person. Oh. I mean a British I was like, singer. She ain't got the pipes for that. No, she honest. does not have the pipes for that. <laughs> oh, Jang Yang 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 Yangs. No. Oh. Now they uh, apparently they. the the rumor is that Beyonce's been talking with Adele since Adele had done it, won the oh, Grammy nice. and the Oscar and all that. And mm-hmm. Adele told her, "Yeah, you need to do this because it's going to kick your your career into the stratosphere." Right? Because she needs that. Well, yeah, <laughs> that yeah, is she's good. already in the stratosphere. What's beyond the stratosphere? That's where she'll be. Yeah, it's I, true, I and that, that's that a good call. Yeah. It's got to be something really, really different. She's known for bringing that, so that's cool. And right now, like I said, it is just a rumor, early stages, but apparently she has been talking to the movie producers. Yeah, that's I don't know. Cool. I guess that doesn't really have to be, uh, you know, an English established singer because we've mm-hmm. had, in the past, it was like we had Tina Turner and we had all kinds of yeah. different, okay, bands do it. Um, did you hear the new song that Coldplay wrote for Houston the other day? I know that they're not going to ever do it again or something yeah, like that. Last Friday, of course, they had a concert scheduled in Houston. They had to cancel it because of Harvey. Well, earlier this week, they were in Miami and um, came out. And Chris Martin said, look, we wrote a special song just for Houston to show like, hey, we're so- you know, sorry we couldn't be there. We're going to come back and play another concert. And we're never going to play this song again. So you get to enjoy it tonight only. Here it is. I am treated Corpus Christi, Harris County, Galveston. Busy home. So, did they write it to be a fundraiser, or they just did it to perform it that one time in tribute? Like, right, I love you. Right now, it's not a fundraiser. He just said it was a little shout out to say, "Hey, you know, we're we're standing by you." That kind yeah. of thing. I have a feeling if they go back and play when they make up the date, they'll probably play it again for about for to Houston. say, yeah, okay. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. All right, Sam, you're not the only one with a birthday this week. You know, my grandfather's birthday is tomorrow. He mm-hmm. turns 88 years That's old. A big one. Easiest person to buy for in the family. Seriously, I tell you what, I've decided to give him. Do that next. Follow us on Instagram and be sure to like us on Facebook when you get a chance today. That way, you'll never miss when we go uh, Facebook Live. Catch the videos there too and comment. We love to hear from you from there. Um, tomorrow, I know your birthday's this weekend, Sam. Saturday. <clears throat> yeah. Turning so, 25 again. That's right. Good for you. Um, tomorrow <laughs> is my grandfather's birthday. He's 88 years old tomorrow. Yeah. And he is, I find over the years that he is the easiest person in the family t- to buy for. Not that I have to buy for him. Like, is it because they, you, reach, you reach that age where it's like, you don't have to get me anything? It's or true. I got everything I need? I think so. I mean, he's turning yeah. 88, and so by the time by the time somebody's that age, usually the things that are most sentimental are the things that they enjoy the most. Are the, just, just the daily sweet little things. Things that he doesn't do for himself. He's not of that generation that, right. hey, you want a fancy coffee, you go to a fancy coffee. He doesn't do any of that. Like my mom hit the jackpot a couple of years ago. I say jackpot in gift giving world for my grandfather. She bought him a cell phone and she helps him with his monthly. Like she pays the yeah 
it's it's, it's on her plan. His phone is on you know, her plan. He stays pretty cr- progressive for 88, even though there are some things that he doesn't do. And he, mm-hmm. I guess he's really kind of the last of the Depression-era generation. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's got that cell phone in his pocket. And when I call him, he loves that he can see that it's me. Like, that's a deal. Instead of just answering and going, hello, and wondering, he's, oh. he sees that it's me. So he answers, hey, baby. Anyway. Um, Best invention since caller ID. <laughs> <laughs> um, I always say he's the easiest person to buy for because he just wants a visit with us and the kids, yeah. and I always bring him something sweet. So he and he knows that he has a sweet tooth. He likes to, you know, eat sweets every right. once in a great while. But I know he's not baking cookies right now. So I think I'm gonna make him some pumpkin bread, Murph. Mm. It's pumpkin yeah. bread time. Rosalind sent us a note on the Facebook page that she already made some of our pumpkin bread. The recipe is on the website, by the way, murphysamandjody.com. So are you gonna make two loaves? Yes, it makes two loaves. One for Papa, one for one Murphy. One for us. <laughs> yeah, one for, for home. But um, yeah, because you know when I used to make the snack mix, and I still make that, yeah. the first year I ever made that and brought it to him, he loved it. He ate all the M&Ms and chocolate chips, but left the raisins and peanuts. I went back mm-hmm. months later. He was like, I don't eat that part. Huh. <laughs> so he's all sweets all the time, <laughs> and he that's doesn't funny. eat them often. So that's what we're doing. We're going to go visit him with the I think girls. I it's a great idea. And thanks to Rosalind now, we're going to have pumpkin, pumpkin bread earlier. Rosalind, mm-hmm. thank you for that Facebook post. <laughs> Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. A big telethon planned for Harvey Relief. And there is one movie opening this weekend, and I, I have to tell you guys about it. It screams chick flick. <laughs> Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Sam, I'm going to tell you what's opening up at the box office this weekend, because there's one new movie, and it's a period piece. And then once uh. you see the... The, the trailer, it's like, oh, first, though, Leonardo DiCaprio also stepped up yesterday and gave $1 million for Hurricane Harvey relief. Good. His foundation gave to the United Way Recovery Fund. So, you know, it's like they've spread it all out, not just that a lot of, of celebrities who can are giving, but some of them are giving to Salvation Army and some yeah. to Red Cross. And then now, the food banks. now Leonardo DiCaprio to the United Way. Speaking of it, um, Jamie Foxx. Uh, announced yesterday that a lot of Hollywood A-listers are going to do a telethon. Scheduled I figured for, they would probably put something together. Scheduled for September the 12th. It'll happen in New York City, L.A., and Nashville. Jamie Foxx says, look, as a fellow Texan, my heart goes out. We're planning something now. Uh, more info coming soon, but we're going to raise as much money as we can for everybody down there, is what he said. Um, they're talking about wanting to get Kelly Rowland. They're talking about wanting to get Jim Parsons, who was born in Houston. Mm-hmm. The uh, team behind Ariana Grande's One Love Manchester concert is the, the one putting this together. Good. Beyonce is the one they need to get, right? Well, I mean, yeah, she's They really, really do. So look for it. Um, Net, I'm not Netflix. TMZ says it'll, it'll, it'll run in prime time, but only one hour of it. Okay. We'll see as it gets closer. Okay, so opening at the box office this weekend. It's not going to be a big weekend. It's not like some blockbuster superhero situation. Well, last weekend was the worst box office weekend I know, in, I don't in know like what's 15 going on. years or something. But there, this is a period piece. Um, it's called Tulip Fever. But let me tell you, Christoph Waltz is in this movie, Judy Dench, and it looks beautiful. It's called Tulip Fever. Sophia was a beautiful orphan chosen by one of the richest men in the city. Love, honor, and obey. It's gorgeous. The trailer's beautiful. An artist falls for a young married woman while he's commissioned to paint her portrait Mm. and um, during the tulip mania of the 17th century. Of course. Uh, It's only opening in 600 theaters, and Harry Styles was offered a role in this, but he turned it down. Okay. 
coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 7.55. How George Clooney is adjusting to fatherhood. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. How you can help out uh, in the aftermath of Harvey and what to watch out for, too, when you're choosing the different charities that you want to donate to. We've got all that for you at murphysamandjody.com. Yeah, it links to where you can um, like dig in to a charity and see exactly where their money goes. Good yeah. stuff. So get that. Um, you know, it's almost Labor Day weekend. And this weekend, we were supposed to travel to be with our family. Right. They live outside of Houston. And well, yeah, I mean, some of our family from Houston, some, you know, from outside of Houston, and then we were all going to kind of gather in Galveston. Yeah, and we're not doing that now. And that's your cousin Candace, who we've been talking to this week. And Crystal, her right. sister, where she's been staying. So um, we invited, of course, like, you can, you're welcome to come to us, but they can't do that either. Right. There's too much going on for them, obviously. Right. Um, so, you know what I just realized, Murphy? We have a wide open Labor Day weekend now, and the kids were expecting to see cousins and have a blast. Well, you know maybe, that? We can do, we, you know, maybe we can FaceTime them, and, you know, the girls will do that. Yeah, you know? I know. I know it's not the same, but. It isn't still. the same. I'll be happy to come over. It is your birthday weekend, Sam. <laughs> we pre- can have a party. Pretend. We can hey, have a girls, Sam. guess what? You know, the bad news is you won't be visiting with your cousins. <gasps> The good news is Mr. Sam's coming. You sure Wait. you don't want to reverse that? The bad yeah. news is Mr. Sam's coming. You know what I just realized? One of the reasons I was waiting to get another foster dog is because of the trip. And now there's not going to be a trip. Oh, well. Seems like we could possibly yeah. do that again then. It might be time. Wait, are Stella still healing though? Yeah. I was going to say, visit. I mean, you were the one that said we should probably wait and take a break while she heals. I didn't, I wasn't, I was not thinking about by that. The way, she's fine, by the it, way. Since it's her ear and you haven't to put the cream on her ear, how come she doesn't have one of those cones of shame? We don't have to put cream on Stella. Stella's a pity, by the way, and um, she's got an ear infection. Um, it's in the ear. Mm-hmm. That's a mess. And then the outside, the antibiotics that we're giving her orally are taking care of that. Oh, yeah, okay. and the cone would rub up against the you know the wound outside. So yeah, it's just and kind a, of a a dog can't lick its own ear, so there's no need for a cone. A cone is to keep a dog from licking parts that normally yeah. they can reach. Yeah, I know. The, yeah. the, but the problem is, our other dogs are licking her ear. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Yeah, they seem well, to be really interested in that. They're not following the instructions. <laughs> Please do not lick her ear. Okay, look, if you are going to be having some real uh, downtime coming up for Labor Day weekend, uh, the best shows to re-binge. So good, you had to do them again. 877-310-4675. We want to hear from you on this, and we're going to go into the producer's mailbag with your suggestions coming up. What are the best shows to re-binge, right? You've all, we've all watched a show that we love so much that you want to go back and catch it again because you catch more stuff. You've done this before, Sam. Oh, yeah. I did it with Stranger Things. Ah. Actually, I did it myself. And then when uh, Jackson, my 13-year-old, wanted to watch it, I did it with him. That's a re-binge. Yeah. You gotta it's pick, the word re. Re-binging, you got to kind of pick in context with the original show you binge because everybody does it a little bit differently. Some people can do... Five, six episodes. Some people can knock out a season a weekend. I can't do that. No way. Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, I can do, you know, maybe two shows in a row and take a break, but... Um, so, so if you're talking about, yeah, well, I don't know about that, but if you're talking about shows like Sam, you don't want to go back and watch Breaking Bad because you feel like you've been there, done that, and it's 200 episodes. Yeah, yeah, this is going to take a while. That's one of the best ones I hear. Yeah. Anyway, 877-310-4675. What's yours, Tanya? I have to say that it's Once Upon a Time. Hmm. That show 
the writers, I have to say, they have an imagination because, you know, we as children all grow up with these fairy tales and mm-hmm. these, you know, Disney characters and all the stuff. And for them to tie, you know, just straight up fairy tales and Disney characters together, but tell the story in a whole different light. Yeah. When you go through these seasons, you, you forget. You kind of forget where you, I mean, like, when you get to season five and now they've got season six and you're like, well, uh, wait a minute, I kind of forgot how we got here. And so you go <laughs> back and rewatch it and then you're going, oh my goodness, you know, you, you see something you forgot about or you missed right. and you're thinking, you know, I never would have dreamed that Snow White would have, you know, known you know, Hercules or that, you know, like how in the world these guys come up. Right. Yeah. Some of this stuff. It's just, if it's a really say, good show, it's worth re-binging usually because you catch so much more the second time. Yeah. True. And, and, I, and I have to say that, you know, of course I'm an adult and I know this stuff isn't real, but it kind of makes you start to think, you know, like, is there another realm? You know, like, is this possible? <laughs> is magic really? You know, it, right. you know, it brings the child back out in you. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, great. it's a very clean show and it's very, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's just a great one to rewatch. Yeah, I, we have never seen that one in the concept of blending all your favorite fantasy characters uh, is it's pretty unique. I know? tried to yeah. show the girls this show, our girls, Murphy, and they were not interested. It kind of broke my heart a little bit. How could she be so stupid? Regina! Well, there had to be another way. It wasn't. The thing was going to kill you. She saved your life. Once Thinking upon a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for that, Tanya, for that recommendation. 877-310-4675. Coming up next, we'll go into the producer's mailbag about this. Right, Bailey? Yeah, we actually have a ton of suggestions coming in on Facebook about what should we what we should be watching again and some classic TV worth revisiting. Subscribe to the Murphy Sam and Jody podcast and you'll get to enjoy after the show. It's free. Uh, and after the show is something we do exclusively for podcast subscribers where we just kind of keep going when things are done here. So we'd love to have you be a part of that. Subscribe today. Um, re- the most rebend shows, uh, are, I hadn't thought about this because you always think about the ones that you watch the first time but then if they're so good you want to go back the second time yeah what are the top of those what's at the top of that list yeah for me it's game of thrones so yeah wanted to hear from you um 877-310-4675 or on instagram or facebook murphy sam and jody the producer's mailbag what do we have bailey so michelle's idea of a re-binge show is she says one of the shows that i re-binge watch is the original star trek oh yeah yes. oh really Final Frontier. <laughs> yes. Man. She says, every episode reminds me of how me and my dad used to watch them every week. Oh. Back, yeah. Back then, go. they were not reruns. It's a way to feel a little bit closer to my dad, who's long since passed away. Oh, so. that's... Yeah, I mean, when I, when I was introduced to Star Trek, obviously, the only way to watch it was reruns. And then there was this... I don't know if it was a club I was a part of, but a new <laughs> tape with a few series would show up every week <laughs> in the nineties. Yeah, and so, okay. uh, but that was like the original Star Trek. There's something about that version, you know, the, the original Trekkies get pumped about. Yeah, can't, can't I didn't think about excited. being able to binge watch that today, though. I yes. guess it is. Is it on Netflix? Or I don't Hulu know or? where it is. It's somewhere available. Yeah. Right. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you for that. <laughs> Savannah says, "Doctor Who." I just rewatched a bunch, yeah. and now I'm rewatching also Parks and Rec. Okay, Ooh, Parks and Rec is funny. Yes. Yeah. You love Parks and Rec, that David? That is me. I've seen all the episodes, loved it so much, and now it's like before I go to bed and I'm winding down. Yeah, like, I rewatch it, and so cool. Okay, and I'll be the moon. No, nope, you're gonna be South Africa or <laughs> Pakistan. I'm the moon, or I quit. 
April. Moon or quit, man. Fine. You be South Africa, and then you can also secretly run the moon. The moon accepts your ridiculous. Is it really funny? See, I've always wanted Sandy to watch Polar. that. It took me a while. I didn't like the first couple of seasons, but if you stick with it, it yeah. gets so good. I mean, it's not The Office. That's my favorite. I got really attached. <laughs> it's to not. That. It's okay. not Friends. Okay. No, true. <laughs> you know what our daughters re binge watch, Jody? Yeah. Taylor and Phoebe re binge watch Phineas and Ferb. Yes. They love to go back through all those episodes, Man. and that is a fun re binge. Yeah. I love that Christmas special too. All right, let us know what it, what are your favorite re binges eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ or at Murphy Sam and Jody dot com. Coming up next with Murphy Sam and Jody. Okay, Sam's birthday is fast approaching, so we yeah, want to know. Um, Sam, yeah. if you will let me and Murphy do a little something for you tomorrow. Is it legal? Yes. <laughs> okay, so Sam, coming up tomorrow, it's your birthday. No, Sam's birthday is not tomorrow. It's the second. Oh, it's Saturday. You're thinking of your grandpa. That's right. My papa's birthday. I'm not confusing you two, by the way. Mm-hmm. But my grandfather's... Start dashing good looks, right? Uh, my grandfather's birthday is on the first and yours is on the second. It's your birthday. And you know what? When when you when you get to Jody's grandfather's age, Sam, every day is a celebration. You know, because he's going to be eighty eight years old. It's he, just special. I don't know if you feel the same way about your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Murphy says that. Yeah, but that's I'm special, serious. All right. If you talk to my grandfather about it, he will say that he thanks God every morning that he's has another day. Yeah. He's like, also going to say on his birthday that he doesn't feel a day over 87. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my mom always says when she wakes up, I mean, because she's what, 70, upper 70s? Uh, she said every morning when she thinks, uh, wakes up, she thanks God that she's on this side of the ground. Oh, she's so That's funny. cute. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Okay. Um, anyway, your birthday being Saturday, we won't see you, Sam, unless you come over, which you're welcome to. Um, but Murphy taking and I, bets on that one. Murphy and I would <laughs> like to. <laughs> Murphy and I would like to buy you lunch later today. Okay. Can we? Sure. There's this there's this sandwich there's this new sandwich that we had that we want you to try. Yeah. And I told him this a week ago and then you've been talking about it. I don't want you to get it before. Well it's we can because get... y'all been talking about it I know. over and over and it's like, okay, I've had these kind of sandwiches this before. Grilled Italian thing. I want I want, you know, you, you you both sound like this is the best one you've ever eaten. <laughs> Well, it, it, I'm surprised you're actually telling Sam in advance. Are you worried that he's going to go buy yes. one before? Can we treat you to lunch you know, for tomorrow for your birthday early is you, what I'm asking. She, you I'll know, it's kind of smart because I was thinking on the way into work today, today's the day maybe I'll go grab one. So we wanted to get you that okay. to buy you lunch. Can All we right. do that? Sure. Like as an early birthday present? Now, Murphy said it might be a little too spicy for me. <sighs> Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of a spicy you know you know sauce There's, that they put on. They use um, since you know the olive salad is the core thing, I mm-hmm. guess, on any muffalata. It is a um, it's a spicy Italian olive salad. Okay, goes it's on. I don't but think it's, it's that spicy. I know you guys are very tender and sensitive in the in the eating area. Okay, well we don't want to burn the palate. We've got to enjoy every little thing that goes along with it. Yeah. Anyway, so if we, it's too spicy, I'll just play along. We with want it. to do that for you today. Is that sure. okay? Later today works for me. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, guys, especially you, Sam. Yes. Well, actually, Murphy needs to know this, too. When you're what? in a bad mood, why you should just own it and say, I'm in a bad mood. That's next. Yeah, it's really unfortunate. There are a lot of uh, charitable scams that are going around right now. Anytime something major happens, like with Harvey, and you're trying to help, and charities are fundraising, it just happens. There's always a scammer in the mix. So how you can protect yourself against that and still help 
Got a list for you at murphysamandjody.com. And there's always weasels somewhere, aren't there? Ugh, yeah. certainly so. Okay, um, I want to talk about when you're in a bad mood and why you should just give in to that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, we pick on you about being in a bad mood often, Sam, but you're just, you're not really in a bad mood as often as it seems. I'm even keel. Yes, you are. People You've been think, that way for so long, it's just regular. Yeah. People think <laughs> when I'm in a happy mood, you notice, what is up with him? Exactly. <laughs> I know better than that. I know you're not in a bad mood. You're just, that's your normal. Sam. Right. Um, when Murphy, when you're in a bad mood, I don't know if you're going to own up to this or not, but when you're in a bad mood, you want to fight it. You don't like it. You want it to change. You ask why. Would you agree yeah, with that? I don't, yeah. I mean, I, I like being in that zone where I'm feeling good and I'm happy. Yeah. Absolutely. We've been married a long time and there are times when he's in a bad mood. It's kind of like, oh. It's okay. You're human. You're going to have a bad day. We've had those conversations, yeah. right? Um, what amazes me, though, about Murphy is how long he'll fight it. Oh, It's just oh, forever and ever. Never give fight. up. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's why Jenny Oops. calls me a bulldog. You know what it's I mean? True. Truly, that's where that came um, from. As it turns out, this is new you know, information coming out of Berkeley, psychological studies. If you just accept... Your negative emotions, accept that you are in a bad mood and just give in to it. Yeah, you know, I'm not having a good day. Yeah, I'm in a bad mood today. Instead of fighting it, if you just embrace the feeling, you will feel that way less for a you know, shorter period of time. Mm-hmm. And overall, your negative emotions, you're giving too much credit to your negative emotions. Yeah. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, so, it turns into, like Jody says, you know, facts, not feelings. and, and But feelings feel so real. You know what I mean? What you're describing is the cornerstone of meditation, though. That's oh, really gosh. what it is. Oh. It's acknowledging Everything leads back to meditation. Now that you started meditating, <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. But um, so anyway, it does because what they say is when you acknowledge your feelings, you don't judge them. Hmm. I mean, that's the key to peace, really. <laughs> that's guru. I don't know about all that. That's pretty deep. But I just know you're supposed to give in to your bad mood sometimes. Well, Jody, okay. what do you do? Sense. What do you do? I, I accept that it's a bad mood and I just, you know, go for a walk, walk the dogs. So what or, you're saying, what I shouldn't do is start walking around telling everybody that I'm in a bad mood, right? Not a good idea. I don't know about all that. That's pretty deep for me, but you are supposed to just give in to your bad mood and accept it and it will go away more quickly. Whatever. <laughs> Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. George Clooney letting the world know how he's adjusting to being daddy. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Uh, you guys remember what happened for George Clooney and his life with his wife in June? Uh, kids, twins. That's right. Remember their names? Emma? No. Emmy? No. I don't, I don't expect names you to either. remember, but they're classic. Could, this could go on forever, actually. <laughs> I know. I love the names they chose because they're classic, solid, beautiful names. Ella for the girl. Ella. And Alexander for the boy. Those are beautiful and classic. You know he's going to grow up and want to be called Alex Clooney. Anyway, okay, so... <laughs> or Alec. You Ooh, never know. Maybe. Well, it's Alex, Ander. It's not Alec. But we'll Al. see. Yeah, but Alec Al is Clooney. also short for Alexander, right? There are guys named Alexander that go by Alec. I don't know, because I only know of one Alec in the world. Anyway, moving on. The deal is uh, George Clooney. He's always asked for comment. Hey, how do you like life as, you know, a new dad? And he said that he's trying to get used to the terrifying idea of being responsible for human beings. (laughs) (laughs) He says right now he changes diapers. He walks them around the house a little bit. You mean Um, the manor? Oh, yeah. The manor. No, it's a villa. The The villa. villa. It depends on the country. Well, no, yeah. He's got a manor in England and a villa in Italy. Okay. 
Keep it straight. And he also says... <laughs> I got learns, a house in the suburbs. He learned to not make plans and just enjoy the ride because he never thought he would be a dad at 56. He's just as surprised as everybody else. Mm-hmm. And of course, his normal and classy George, you know, he makes fun of himself and then he throws in, oh, and by the way, Amal is doing great. She's like an Olympic athlete mom, <laughs> doing beautifully. <laughs> um, Sam, I know you kind of want to hijack the Hollywood Outsider here, so I, uh, this Jerry Seinfeld story you're excited about? Yeah, they released the trailer for the new Jerry Seinfeld uh, special that's going to be on Netflix September 19th. Yeah. Jerry before Seinfeld. It's basically about him before when he was before becoming he was, a stand-up comedian. Sure. My parents, they didn't even know our names. They were ignorant. They were negligent. We grew up like wild dogs in the 60s. No helmets, no seatbelts, no restraints. <laughs> so like early before he really yeah. honed his craft. And he and he supposedly takes you on a tour of the um, legal pads he's been keeping his jokes on for 40-something years now. Oh, that's cool. Can you imagine really? that? Yeah. Yeah. He's one to learn from because he came out of nowhere and really took over in a big, big way. He signed a deal for two specials, and this will be the first one September 20th. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. On the way in your next Outsider at 8.30, the telethon that is being planned for Hurricane Harvey relief. So I kind of love it how the happiness of fall is coming early in some ways. Uh, and so Rosalind put on our Facebook page the other day, I'm making your pumpkin bread, Jody. And pumpkin bread is usually something that we do in the fall, but it just kind of brought back to mind it's never too early to make it. I've got everything <laughs> in the pantry. And it's a it's an awesome recipe. If you have never seen it, tried it, or tasted it, you should at murphysamandjody.com. Why don't you put everything in the pan and bring it in here? Uh, yes, sir. Just saying. It's the birthday request. You can eat it. Sam's found it. He's the food dude. You want to go sweet or savory here? I don't care. Uh, Sweet. You know, apple pie Oreos are out now. Uh, They've been talking about these for almost a year now. Target has them. uh, Okay. You know, they're apple pie Oreos. You know what I want when I want apple pie? Apple Apple pie. pie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Graham flavored cookie with the apple pie taste in the middle. Yeah. Uh, And apparently they're good because you can't order these on the Target website, they're sold out. I believe it. Just like the red velvet was for a long time. Yeah. Well, and you know my yeah, philosophy okay. on these new flavors. What? Always willing to try it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Twist your arm. You are the you are the modern day Mikey. Give it to him, he'll eat it. Uh Kit Kat <laughs> actually has a new flavor. Not so sure I'm on board with this one, but it's a pumpkin pie Kit Kat. Oh, Kit Kat. Uh yeah, instead of the chocolate covering on the outside, it's got a pumpkin pie flavored drizzle. You know what I want when I want no. pumpkin pie? Pumpkin, pumpkin pie. pie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, sometimes for some things there are no substitutes. You understand right. that this is the trend right. that's never going to end with any sort of snack food or cookie chip. You know, I know, I mean? continual I know. evolution of flavor. Spoiled rotten Americans who well, have everything we want. Let's try at the this one then. Store available shredded hash browns in the frozen pack. You yes. know, I can get from Warida. Well, yeah. now a Hidden Valley Ranch sells them with ranch flavoring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when, a good idea. When you want hash browns, uh, those will do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is there anybody that does individual servings of hash browns? I'm wondering. Ooh. <laughs> eat, eat. Probably. And, uh, yeah. Ortega has uh, come out with some crispy taco toppers. You know, you know those uh, crispy onions you put on your green beans at, at Thanksgiving. Yes. Well, yeah. that's one of the toppers they have. You can okay. put them on your tacos. The other is a crispy, crunchy jalapeno topping you can put on. Ah, oh, you had me a jalapeno. Yeah, love jalapeno. Love it. So when you want tacos, yeah, I could do the taco. You want tacos? Yeah, I could do tacos. Uh, okay, I'm glad to hear that. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. More of your um, re-binge-worthy shows. I want to make a case for Breaking Bad. We'll do that next. 
There's binge watching, and then there is re-binging. Ah. Uh, I guess it's the natural evolution of binge watching into watching again, you know, something that you love so much. So Jody was saying, you know, maybe Labor Day weekend is a time to kind of re-binge a few of your favorites. And yeah. we want to know what the most watched are. You know what the most watched just on a regular binge watching is, right? Do you know what the... Well, let's start with the second most watched. Well, I don't know. I don't know what... What? What? The second most binge watched show of all time is Game of Thrones. <gasps> where, where, where are you getting number, this information, Murphy? The, the number one is, what do you think? It's got to be Friends, right? Friends? Uh, no. See, I would think that too. What? Me I don't too. even know if Friends actually made the top ten. No, the number one is Breaking Bad. Oh. Who are you talking to right now? Who is it you think you see? Let me clue you in. I am not in danger, Skyler. I am the danger. Man, here's what I was going to say. That's one I want to make a case for. I have a friend who's rewatched it and said that she can't believe how enjoyable it is to watch the second time. Really? A lot of stuff that she had forgotten. It's very much an exciting ride, and there's all kinds of little things that mean a lot that you don't realize. And so I would love to watch Breaking Bad again with you, Murph. I know it's only it's a been a couple big of years. Investment. Oh, it is. It's a big investment of time, but I could do it. There's yeah. a point where I was questioning if I was going to graduate college because oh, I, I started it during finals. <laughs> oh no! And I'm like, oh lord, this isn't good. Yeah. Like Breaking Bad was a show where it was like, I know we have to get up early, and I know we should go to sleep, but can we watch ten minutes more? Like yeah. we, I was just betraying myself and my sleep <laughs> did you to get, watch that did you get hooked like right away in the first episode no or two? no i was very upset because i can't stand drugs yeah i can't stand drug abuse and i thought if this is about drug abuse i can't deal yeah and it wasn't of course about that at all um it well drug- it was pharmaceutical sales yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, David, we have more comments about what, what shows are really good to rebend. Right? Yeah, if Breaking Bad's a little too heavy for you, Caitlin has a good suggestion for something lighter. Okay. She says, my go-tos are The Office, Psych, and Arrested Development. Nice. Stupid, yet brilliantly funny, and they never get old. And I've watched none of those, sadly. I haven't seen Psych, but I love The Office so much, and I love Arrested yeah. Development, even though, Sam, I know you don't, because we were talking about that the other day. I made it through a few seasons of that. And He's just... such a tough critic. Sam is a very <laughs> tough critic. Yeah. To get a good review from him you win i think those are great ones to add to the list of rebinging for sure thank you caitlin reach out anytime facebook or instagram or murphy sam and jody.com coming up next with murphy sam and jody okay who doesn't like doorbells and who won't ring them (laughs) next there are shows that are worth binging and then there are shows worth Rebinging, you know, mm-hmm. even though you know the endings, even though you know every single one, you go back and you watch it a second time. And so, uh, we're hearing a lot from you on our Facebook page and from eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. So, some of the most rebend shows are coming up next hour. Yes, um, you have an um, you have a doorbell at your house. I almost said umbrella. You have a doorbell at your house, Sam, on your door. Yeah, like- it's uh, right below the sign that says "No soliciting." Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> And Wait, you have, you're up. It's it, oh, the doorbell's outside. I was going to say, is the umbrellas outside too? And that was my. I messed up. I'm thinking umbrella right now. Anyway, um, you have a doorbell. We have a doorbell. I like it a lot. There's nothing like the the doorbell sound to get the dogs going crazy. Well, we have, I mean, we have two. The one in the front, at the front door makes you know one sound. The one at the back door makes another sound. Do you know that? Does it? Yeah. So I you never know, caught that. So Murphy. you know which door to go to. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm a fool then. I, you know, I the funny thing is, I don't know. I mean, our house was built in the '70s, so I don't know if every new home has that today. But the front door does two two chimes, and the what? back door does one. That way, you know what door to go to. Like Sam mm. said, I didn't even think of that because normally See, what Jody, I think is, oh, the doorbell just rang. Let me calm the dogs down and make sure I'm dressed. And then you go to the door, no one's there. <laughs> That's because they're at the other door. <laughs> okay. Um. Did you know that millennials don't like doorbells, and when they're building houses and buying houses, don't want doorbells? They think it's well, for, for when, when they're going to see a friend, apparently, this is like a whole Wall Street Journal thing that they that they published recently, that they when you walk up to a friend's house, you don't ring the doorbell, you text them that you're there, that doorbells are for strangers. Yeah, but that's really? t- that strange? T- taking a chance that they're by their phone or they're not by their phone. True. I guess uh, they knock and text, hey, it's me. Yeah, I, 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 mean, I could see it maybe being a preference, but not a dislike. It's kind of weird to me. Isn't that strange? My yeah. Uncle Terry had a doorbell that he was supposed to install for like a decade and he never installed it and then they recently lost their their house and all that and when they when in the rebuild he put the actual doorbell in and finally so they finally have a doorbell after all these years the kids don't even live with them anymore my mom has this uh woodpecker she doesn't have a doorbell she has a woodpecker that's knocker <clears throat> yeah oh, it's I like love you, those. you pull the chain and the woodpecker hits the door and it's got oh, a little man. metal beak man really yeah has that been there since your childhood uh no that wasn't the house i grew up in they they added that at some point that's old school fun right there yeah, they used yeah. to have a doorbell i think when it broke they put in the woodpecker nice coming up next jody's got the hollywood outsider big telethon plan for harvey relief i'll let you know which comedian actor is heading it up Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So a lot of celebrities have stepped up for Hurricane Harvey relief. We've added Leonardo DiCaprio to that mix. He gave a million dollars yesterday to the United Way Harvey Relief Fund nice. for his foundation. Um, Jamie Foxx also announced yesterday on Instagram that he's letting everybody know he is going to be ahead of putting together a big telethon. Um Coming up in September on the 12th, mm-hmm. we've got a telethon we're doing. He said, we'll give you more details as we get closer. We'll raise as much money as we can for everybody down there. And he says, we've got your back. And they're going to try to get some of the you know Texas natives there, too, like Beyonce, yep. Kelly Rowland, even Jim Parsons, the Big Bang Theory, was born in Houston. Mm-hmm. So look for that. TMZ says they're only going to run one hour of it in prime time. It'll happen. Yeah, I well, don't know about that. We'll see. Though. We'll see. Um, it'll, be, it'll happen from New York. L.A. and Nashville. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. And of course, everybody wants to contribute, help uh, you know our friends and neighbors and fellow citizens uh, in the South Bend uh, you know area of Texas and the Houston area. Everything, really, everybody that's been affected by Harvey. And uh, of course, there are a lot of great positive ways to do that. Unfortunately, there are little scammers that are popping in. So mm-hmm. we wanted to give you the best of both. You know the the charities that you should contribute to, and then what to watch out for if you're going to kind of go out you know on your own and support an organization that may not be as mainstream. And so we've got all that for you at MurphySamAndJody.com. Yeah, there are links. Yeah, links for websites that actually help you. You can dig into any, like it's the police of charities. And you can dig in and see exactly when you donate $10 here, it tells you exactly where that money is going to go. Yeah. And, that's and like important. Sam said the other day, if somebody's approaching you, that's the one that you really need to be careful of. You know what I mean? It's one thing to be seeking a charity that you want to donate to. Right. Be very wary and careful of phishing emails and that sort of thing. Um, also, be careful of a charity that's just popped up. It's brand new because of the current situation. Yeah, that doesn't mean that it's bad, but yeah, look into it first. Check yeah. with somebody. And of course, if you really want to play it safe, I mean, you've got 
the ones that are always out there helping the Salvation Army, the Red Cross, those folks as well. United Way, yeah. United so check Way, out the yeah. links to for those at murphysamandjody.com. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. There is a movie opening this weekend, guys, at the box office. It's a period piece, but I do <laughs> want to tell you about it. <laughs> Guys, there is a movie opening this weekend. We thought it was going to be like nothing at the box office. And no, this is not a superhero gazillion dollar movie. But man, now that I've seen the trailer, I know this is not you, Sam, but this looks good. It's a period drama. (laughs) It's a period piece called Tulip Fever Mm. about an... Set in the 17th century. Hold on. Christoph Waltz. Zach Galifianakis is in this. Is it impossible? I don't know. I don't know. Judy Dench. It looks beautiful. And these movies just really suck me in. It's about an artist falls for a young married woman while he's commissioned to paint her portrait during the tulip mania of 17th century Amsterdam. It's called Tulip Fever. Sophia was a beautiful orphan chosen by one of the richest men in the city. Love, honor, and obey. Oh. I'm yeah. sorry, but it is beautiful for me. With it's the peri- like another bomb weekend with at the, the box period office. Period pieces like this, I got to find a girlfriend to go with me. The story is usually great, and then you have to watch it again to catch all the beautiful scenery and the and the clothing and the set. It's unbelievable. You can fill me in on Tuesday. I'm sorry, it's called Tulip Fever. Also, in select theaters across the country, they're re-releasing Steven Spielberg's Close Encounters, mm. and for the 40th anniversary. Cool. Enjoy the rest of your workday, and uh, be sure that you catch after the show on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. It's the only place that you'll hear it, and it's exclusive to podcast subscribers. And by the way, that's a free subscription. Mm-hmm. I'm coming up today after, in after the show. Um, I have a special request for the weekend for Murphy, so Sam, maybe you can help me butter him up. Every weekend seems to be a special request, yeah, doesn't it, Murphy? butter me up.